0: All right, everyone. Today's topic, we're going to discuss commingled utilities and um, how to potentially buy a property that doesn't have all the utilities split, but how to do that in a cost-effective manner that's going to give you the greatest return on investment long-term. I've bought uh, quite a few properties where I'll just use an example of one that I purchased recently. It was a duplex. It had a boiler in the basement, which heated the entire house. So I was paying for the heat for both apartments. It was only one gas meter. What we did was we eliminated the radiators on the second floor. We just basically bypassed them with, instead of the radiator that uh, basically emits the heat, we just put a pipe there. So now it's basically just a plumbing pipe. And the run of water is just a little longer, but it's not emitting any heat into the unit. And now, sometimes when you do that, you have there's so many like for every action, there's a reaction, right? So every time you do that, do something like this, that boiler might be now too big to only heat the first floor. The boiler is is sized a certain way by the um, HVAC company, and it's size for certain square footage of, of heating so there's another thing you have to be consider or to consider like it's not going to be that easy just bypass the pipes and that something no sometimes you might have to install a new boiler which you know it's four thousand dollars on top of all the work you're going to do but in this case it was it's it was going to work out where we just bypassed the radiator so that was a few thousand dollars to have a plumber do that then what we did was we hired an electrician because this particular building had two electric meters, one for each unit. So on, we looked at the electrical boxes in this case, I think we had to install a new electrical box because it wasn't big enough to size electric baseboard heating. You know, you have to add breakers and it just wasn't ample and it wasn't safe. So we had to put a new electrical box in. I think that was about $1,500. Then we had the electrician, uh, run electric baseboard heaters into each room and you know each room has to be sized accordingly if it's a large room you're going to sometimes have two heaters sometimes just one bathroom might just have one heater so we split up the electricity there the heating so it was on the second floor units electric and I think the cost for that was Probably about $4,000. I think so. I think for less than $6,000, about $5,500, we were able to split those um, heating bills. So now, when we rent the second floor apartment, that apartment's all electric and that apartment pays for their electric. The first floor apartment pays for their gas, which is their heat. And they pay for their own electric also. So now, instead of me, the landlord, having to pay for the gas and the water and sewage, now I'm only paying for water and sewage. Now, some would ask, well, why didn't you split up the water and sewage? Just Because the water and sewage can get a lot more expensive also. Uh, That could have easily been, gosh, easily another $5,000. And let me digress. Let me go back this house only has one gas meter and it only has one hot water tank so remember this so in my lease what i'll do on that first floor that first floor tenants paying to heat the water for the entire building i make sure that's on the lease okay so the tenant knows that hey you're 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 paying to heat the water on the second floor and it's not the best way to do it but it eliminates me from having to okay get an so if I want to split the water up here's what I need to do I need to get a new water heater I need to run new plumbing from that water heater up to the second floor which can be very costly depending on how the construction of the house is and you might be tearing out walls and you know it's a lot more difficult than just running electric wire So another hot water tank, another water meter, possibly another line from the street, uh, some tear out, some, you know, putting the house back together, plaster repair, yada, yada, yada. It gets expensive when you get into plumbing. That could be $10,000, and it's just not worth it in most cases. If it's a ranch home and it's a side-by-side duplex where everything's available in the basement, you know, to access, then, then it's different, but those are rare. Find so in this case, in this particular building, I was able to buy it at a good price. I was able to invest about fifty five hundred dollars, and now the rents are going to be similar. They're going to be they're going to drop a little bit, right? Because now I'm not including the heat, but the amount of increased rent I'm going to get is going to far exceed in the long term the return on investment. The property value goes up immediately because I've created a better product. I've separated some of the utilities, so now the the liability of paying that electric bill and that heat bill is on the tenant, and they tend to be more aware of where that thermostat's set when they're paying the bill. So that's why you want split utilities. You know, I've had many buildings where I pay the heat, and I'll drive by it on a February app afternoon and it's 10 degrees and you got tenants windows open. So guess who's heating the entire building? Me. Guess who doesn't care what the the heat bill is? The tenant. So that's why it is important to have separate utilities. If at all possible, I, I really stay away from any buildings. I try to where none of the utilities are separate. Sometimes I'll buy a building where like I own a nine unit that has one boiler One gas bill, it's not so bad. You just have to know what those bills are and try to get accurate bills from the owner before you make the purchase. And then you can put certain things into place. You can program the thermostat. You can put it where the thermostat's not available to the tenants or lock it. But so many different things that you need to consider. Also, when you're when you're splitting up utilities like on the duplex i was talking about some investors might say hey why don't we just do this it's, instead of doing all that it's got separate electric and let's say we had to let's say we had to install a new boiler so that was going to go from a 5500 bill to 10000 right now the investor might think well let's just make the whole building electric we'll put baseboard in the first floor baseboard in the second floor all electric that normally doesn't work well. What will happen is, since it's an older house, it's not insulated well. First of all, the basement's not going to get heated, okay? That's where all your plumbing is. Guess what happens when it gets cold? You've got frozen pipes. You can't put baseboard heat down there because you're heating a, an area that's not really the usable living space for the tenants, and now they're paying. You can, but you can't, and this is why you can't. If you did all electric and the tenant moves in and they're like, oh, this place is awesome, granite countertops, big rooms, lots of closet space, parking, yard. Holy crap, my heat bill's $800. And it never really gets warm enough. Yes, we've seen it so many times. Not uh, you're, So what happens? You lose tenant turnover. They're not paying the rent. Um, it's just bad, not good. The best way to do it is if it's set up this way is you keep gas heat on the first floor and in the basement, you know, because that's where your mechanics are. Your furnace is down there, your boiler's down there. It's going to emit heat, so it's going to keep that basement kind of warm. You're going to have trunk lines, hot, hot water lines if it's a boiler in the ceiling of the basement, so it keeps the basement a little warmer. Then you change the second and third floor if it's a, if it's a three unit, and you make those electric base, uh, baseboard heat, because heat will rise from the first floor unit and then heat will rise from the second floor unit to So that's how I've done it many, many times in the past where if, um, if it's, if it's financially feasible, that's how you want to look at it. So, I mean, there's so many different other variables. I wrote down a a few topics I wanted to make sure I I discussed. Um, you also have common areas. So let's say your you, utilities are split. But you have some common areas. You have your hallways, you have uh, exterior lights. You might have you have a basement, you have maybe a washer and dryer down there. What you have to think when you're buying a building, <clears throat> where's that washer and dryer tied into? Where's the common hallway lights? Where's the exterior lights? You might even have a house meter. So if it's a six unit, you might have seven units. You might have seven meters. Okay, that seventh meter is your house meter. But that doesn't mean that it was done correctly. That doesn't mean those hallway lights are tied tied into that house meter. That doesn't mean the lot la- the washer and dryers tied into that house meter. Like it could have been tied into one of the units, and you don't know about it. And we've seen that happen a lot. So even if you buy something that's metered separately. You don't know for sure until you do kind of like an electrical audit and 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 make sure of that. So uh, without getting into an hour long, just discussion about what's the best way to split utilities? How do I check to see if any utilities are co-mingled? So on and so forth. Um, you can always email me questions. I can get into it in more detail. It's just gonna really depend on the house the the property, the just the layout. It's gonna, it's gonna be on a case by case basis. Primarily, if you can find something that was built as a two unit, nine unit, 10 unit, whatever the case may be, that's always a better investment than buying something that's an older converted property. But again, those are hard to find. They're expensive. They're in demand. So you you do it do what you can with what's available. And you make it work. But you can add huge value by splitting up utilities as long as you think about it. You think about the things I talked about. And I'm sure I'm missing some topics, but it's just something to be cognizant of because what we're talking about is going to greatly increase your cash flow. It's going to increase the demand of your property and it's going to increase the value after repair value when you're done doing these upgrades. Again, if you have any questions and you need to reach me, it's alex at alexdeacon.com. I'm happy to um, answer questions for you. That's what I'm here for. Thank you. You have a good day.